0: Halftime, brought to you by Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge. Just off 680 and 48th Street, next to Cubbies, it's Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge.
1: So, Nebraska basketball fans, or Nebraska fans in general, who it has been 310 days since Iowa beat Nebraska in football, men's basketball, baseball, or volleyball. Man, it may be 6,000 days before Iowa beats Nebraska in volleyball, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, the Iowa fans uh, got the treatment yesterday on social media after Nebraska basketball won that game. The bracketologists like the Tim Krugers of the world, if Nebraska basketball happens to win Wednesday night and then they win Thursday night against Maryland, remember Maryland can't win away from College Park. Yep. That Penn State saved their season yesterday. They're down 16 and they come back and they went to the buzzer against uh, Maryland to wrap up the regular season. If those two things happen, and you're watching the metrics, which right now, as of this morning, and we're we're entertaining this discussion just because people are very curious, and now they're starting to get upset. <laughs> hey, this is kudos to Fred Hoiberg that it's March sixth, and we're getting emails about what is Nebraska's net rating? Yeah, uh, it's, their net it's rank, in top one hundred too. Their net ranking is ninety second. They're four and ten in quad win, quad one uh, games. So Maryland is three and nine. Illinois has two wins in Quad One. Michigan has three. Nebraska is four and ten. There's a couple of big losses. I mean, just getting blown out on the road. Yeah, that does not help Nebraska. But Nebraska's also their strength of schedule uh, right now is 36th. So 92 in the net, 95 in the RPI. Strength of schedule is 36. Um. As Tim Kruger, who was on with us last hour, has explained about the net, more of a sorting tool. Uh, The KPI is also in play, which uh, Nebraska's KPI is 67th right now. I mean, it's going to take... If we get to Saturday, we'll have a special show and we'll entertain this discussion. But all I'm focused on is getting to one more win, which is 17 and, and pretty much ensures that Nebraska will be playing in the
0: NIT. Can we go? Big red overreaction? On Saturday the basketball edition yeah can we do that
1: I mean are we there yet I don't think it'd be I think it'd be big red realistic Re, yeah we I mean, we're we're, we're towing that line folks if, if they made a run I mean the first of all if you're playing on Wednesday you got to win five and five so that is a marathon mm-hmm. and that's what Nebraska essentially is going to have to do to get into the NCAA tournament but if they win Wednesday and they find a way to win Thursday and then they beat Indiana on Friday, there'll be a sexy story on Saturday. But yes. that's a long way away. <laughs> I just, I just want, my mind can't go there. I just want seventeen because yeah. this is the this is a team that you've used the phrase a lot of people have likable that you don't want the season to end. Nope. I mean people are having fun. Nebraska basketball is playing important basketball in the month of March.
0: You know? Yeah. Enjoy we, we, your we last have, games with KSA and, and Greasel and Derek Walker. Oh
1: Derek Walker, all conference, nine points, twelve rebounds, eight assists yesterday, and there was one point early in the game. I thought, wow, Derek didn't get the scouting report because he looks lost. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he did Derek Walker things and was a great facilitator for yeah. the building block of Jamarcus Lawrence, who had fifteen points on five threes. And by the way, I've said this. I said this last week. I said it two weeks ago. Post his kind of wow. Uh, emotional breakdown after Penn State. Jamarcus Lawrence is a hooper. He's coming. He's a nice little foundation yeah. to have. Yep. And yesterday hitting five threes. But Derek Walker will Derek Walker be All Conference? I think
0: he gets honorable mention.
1: I do. Which is you know when you're the 11th seed team in the Big Ten, that makes a lot of sense. I would be disappointed if a, a Derek Walker and even a Greasel did not get yeah. honorable mention. Great. I, I think coaches. Know the Derek Walker game, probably have a higher respect for him than media will, mm-hmm. because a lot of times in these voting where the media is involved, they're handed the stats. Yeah, but you're looking points per game, rebounds, yeah. assists, all that stuff. But coaches, because they watch film of games, yeah. they would realize the impact of a Walker and a Greasel. So mm-hmm. I, I would, I would hope they would get at least honorable mention. Derek Walker not getting anything would be very disappointing. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, and, and you know his. His presence yesterday, again, I I think that that's one of those games where you do have to look beyond the stat line. Uh, I mean, you you see what he's doing, rebounding the basketball, facilitating, as you pointed out, but also, you know, in his presence, what that does to people around him. And I think that that's coaches that are really going to understand that too. But, you know, that game, I I was kind of kidding because I I get a little extra giddy when C.J. Wilshire gives you something. Because, in all honesty, we know that, which is wild. It it just, but his contributions, if they're there, I mean, if he's given you something, look at that Michigan State game in the second half. He was, he was bad CJ. He was CJ that we've seen probably too many times in the last couple of years. But when he's actually contributing it and he's not much of a liability, that's big. But Derek Walker, as the facilitator, as the big man, you know, what Sam Greasel does, Kaysay was, you know, he was being guarded heavily, but still able to do something. You know, then Jamarcus Lawrence is a guy who kind of benefits from a lot of that, too, of yesterday, just how everything was kind of playing out. You can kind of look through some of the stat lines and say, yeah, okay, Jamarcus Lawrence was your guy. You know that, But if you watch the way that Derek Walker was defended, you watch the way that he kind of was able to sort of adjust throughout the game, You know his presence, you don't do that. You don't have any of that success yesterday or even stay with Iowa if you don't have Derek Walker still present. Even in times where it did look like, you know, he wasn't maybe on his best right there, too. And I, I just feel like even on some of his worst games, you've still seen a lot of positive to his presence that I, I do hope is reflected there in the postseason. I think it should be. You know what has played out over over the stretch of eight games
1: where you lose Gary and Bandamil and guys have established their roles, like Greasel and Walker have been there. Sam Hoyberg mm-hmm. plays a little bit more. Yep. Uh, Casey Tominaga, of course, gets his opportunity. And Jamarcus Lawrence is playing more. And Jamarcus Lawrence is going to be one of your key rotation players next year. And and Wiltshire is going to have to accept a different role. And I, I think he's okay with that. I mean, I just look at his body language on the on the bench. He's still engaged yes. in the game when he's not playing. So that's uh-huh. at least a step. Because he would be easy for a guy who's gotten a lot of minutes, all of a sudden not getting minutes. And there's a reason why. I mean, you're brought here to make shots. you got to make shots. Yeah. If you're not making shots, you're going to sit next to me. That he isn't a powder, which also as a tribute to what Hoyberg has established in that locker room but there's another guy through the last 8 games and probably even more than that i have no idea what brydenbach wants to be and i don't know what his future is at nebraska i just i don't yeah. know
0: what his fit is moving forward no I, i'm i'm right there with you and it you know coming off the injury i th- i think we were probably a little bit more patient to see you know how he would kind of fit in but it's kind of like how I feel with CJ. When Breidenbach gives you something positive, I get a little bit more excited, and I shouldn't necessarily feel that way. It's almost like, oh my gosh, he finally did something. You but a yeah, fascination with basketball players—it's just weird because Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. I, I, because you, you know, you, with, with this team especially, you kind of root for these guys. And one of the reasons I get excited for CJ is what you just laid out right there. He's handling the role changed better than I think a lot of people would. He is engaged. He is a good teammate. Like, I respect that. I'm not saying Breidenbach isn't. But Breidenbach, with his size, with what he wants to do, whether he's just going to be a stretched long-range guy, or if he's going to body and give you something inside, remains to be seen. And I just think we're much further along in the recovery from the injury from a year ago that you should have, especially with the amount of guys that are not active right now, that are not available, that Breidenbach, you would think, would have a little bit more of an established role. And when I say that, and I don't think you're saying it as well, it's not Fred just not knowing what to do with them. I don't think they do based on they don't know what type of player they have in Breidenbach. I don't think Breidenbach, I don't think you can really understand what Breidenbach is going to bring to the equation. And so, when you're now a couple years into a program and that is not established, I think that makes for a very uncertain future. And I, I don't know if we see Breidenbach with this team going forward. I just don't know what he is. And I, I don't know if Fred knows what he is. And, you know, whether he likes being at Nebraska, that's great. I'm, I'm not trying to suggest he needs to move on. But well, he just doesn't, I don't you need know. to answer the question what he is. I don't
1: know what he is. is he Does he want to be a banger? Exactly. You want to be a guy a that stats, stands outside and shoots threes? I think he's in between on what Nebraska needs out of his game. And that's going to be a, a key for Fred in the offseason is you establish who your key pieces are, and one of them is Lawrence. And there's there's got to be a couple others, and then you got to go get some dudes. Mm-hmm. I, I think you've you flipped your locker room where you're in a good place there, but now you got to get some dudes because next year you have to be in the NCAA tournament is – you establish what guys' roles are immediately. Like if you think you have a chance to keep Monaghan I think there's a little bit of a chance that Nebraska has, you give him a clear definition of what his role is going to be next year. Yep. You, you let Breidenbach know. And if guys aren't comfortable with that, say, you know what, that's for the best of the team. If you're not comfortable with it, then we got to move on and find somebody else. And so those conversations will happen sooner than later so you can figure out your roster. But through this all, Fred has done a good job of flipping his locker room where they're in a good spot there, now you just need to add dudes because you got to find a way to win one or two more games next year in the conference, and you've got to be in the NCAA tournament. You have to be on March 6th of next year. You have to be either last four in, mm-hmm. next four in, last four out. You have to be in that discussion. There is no way around it if you're going to run this back and you're going to run it off of the momentum you've picked up at the end of this, this regular season.
0: What I'm also kind of, and again, it's not his fault. He's been dealing with it you know, off and on throughout the whole year. I'd like to see a little bit more of the end of the season of what Blaze Kata is and what he can kind of be the following year. Again, not available, not his fault, but there were moments when they kind of leaned on this team sort of in between the injury there where you could see some flashes. And from a defensive standpoint, at the very least, you like that. And having that first experience kind of banging around in the Big Ten a little bit, would have loved to see him on the floor more. Again, injury, not saying he was misused.
1: But yeah, you to, just haven't got the full – you may have been a handful of games where he has been fully capable.
0: Right, and so to a lesser extent, kind of like Breidenbach, I feel like there's there's more of an investment into what he means next year and, and I, what I think this coaching staff feels like they have in him. He's another guy that I, I would like to have a little bit clearer definition of how he's going to work out the following year. I think he's, unless he decides he doesn't want to be here, I think he's part of their plans. I'm just really curious on what you're getting out of Blaze Kada Again, not his fault. But he's another guy that I think at the end of the year, in a perfect world, you'd have a pretty clear definition of what he's going to be next year.
1: All right, we'll ask Jacob those questions coming up in about uh, 30 minutes. It's Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 of The Zone.